Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Charles Rosene and he is the author of the book of the book of top 10 horror lists. How are you doing Charles? I'm doing great. Easy for you to say. I, I know. Up, I screw up the title all the time. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't get that down. I was rehearsing it earlier, and I'm like, I got this. I got this. And for some reason, I still couldn't spit it out. <laughs> I usually forget, you know, well, the title is The Book of Top Ten Horror Lists, and the, the website is Book of Top Ten Horror Lists, and the <laughs> Facebook is Book of Horror Lists, so I get all screwed up. <laughs> so, I threw but you see how I threw in a plug right in the beginning? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You have to do it every way you possibly can. So as we've been talking about, it is called the book of top 10 horror lists. What is this book about? Can you let everybody know what they can expect if they get this? Yeah. So it's a hundred celebrities top 10 lists mm -hmm. for like 10, 12 years. I've been accumulating these lists and thinking, you know, okay, they're cool to have never thinking that I would put out a book of them mm -hmm. until COVID hit and pow, all the things I do, I DJ, you know, parties for a living. Mm -hmm. I do tours to Transylvania, Dracula tours, as you nice. know, Beatle tours. I do, um, I book bands, all the things I do, I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> so I'm home. The kids are, we're watching horror movies every night. They go to sleep at midnight, witching hour hits. And I'm thinking two hours, I can do two hours of treadmill writing, treadmill writing. So staying in shape, but I'm writing this book by compiling all these lists, giving them all intros, really good intros. Um, if there's any mistakes in what they're doing, I'm, I'm you know, making sure they all sound good but then finding the best possible photos to you. So we've got is a hundred different celebrities, their photos, their bios, blurbs, mm -hmm. uh, their mm -hmm. lists. And then if there's a real cool um, movie still from the, one of the movies mm -hmm. they picked or a lobby card or a deleted scene. So we include that. So it's uh, 300 pages of cool, cool stuff, including, um, you know, a lot of people uh, with their, with their, with their own pictures and then pictures nice. of the film next to it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I definitely would like to pick up a copy as well. And we'll get into where everybody can buy that in a little bit. Um, so what made you want to write a book based on this topic? Like, and where did the idea initially come from? Yeah. Uh, so um, back when I started doing the Dracula tours in 1998, I really wanted to immerse myself more in the horror, horror field and fandom. Um, I, I was already heavily entrenched you know my two things are beatles uh, music and also then the, the horror stuff and at the same uh, little after that i had opened up my uh, a haunted attraction in connecticut a real great haunted house so i wanted to get sort of like out to the community um news reviews previews and promoing my own things i started an online column for examiner.com called national horror happenings nice. and and i would do you know a review of a movie i saw a preview of a movie that's coming out horror news if someone dies i mention it you know all this stuff and somehow once a month i started doing a top 10 list uh, the first one i ever got was um, from a guy named kevin clement who produces chiller theater in new jersey the, which is this which happens to be this weekend i don't know when you're airing this but it's a halloween weekend and um great guy and i said you know kevin you, you you're the 
the the monster monger. You're the first guy, the first and, and foremost horror conventions. Uh, give me a top 10 list, which he did. And I put it on national horror happenings. Nice. And he, I think he mentioned, well, why don't you use someone else's? I go, okay. And I put that on the next month. And in 2010, I was producing an event in the Meadowlands in New Jersey called Rock Con Weekend of 100 Rock Stars. Nice. And yeah. by then I'd put up, you know, maybe a dozen of these top 10 lists. But at the show were all kind of really cool rock and roll celebrities. And I thought, well, you know, they're guests at my show. I might as well ask them for lists. So I stockpiled about 20, 30 lists of rock stars then. And it grew every month. It was the most read column. Now with Examiner, if, you know, if a thousand people read your column, you'd probably make a penny. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah. for monetary reasons. It was for like you, what you do. We love doing yeah. what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so National Horror Happenings uh, ended when examiner.com stopped and uh, there was really no outlet for me to continue to do that column. So uh, I just kept all the top 10 lists on file um, thinking that, you know, someday if I ever do such a book, which I never thought I would, uh, I could always <laughs> compile them. I, when the pandemic hit, I thought it was about 2030 short. And I said, all right, I'm going to really get going, sending out emails, calling people. And I got the hundred. And when the hundred was done, I sent it off to all the publishers, had the cover done. The cover I thought was amazing. We have, you know, yeah. three different artists who do uh, a lot of their uh, classic uh, thumbnails over here. And I thought, uh, this is it. We'll see which publisher picks it up. And a company called Bear Manor Media was putting out other pop culture books and he was the most excited about it. he says yes i love the idea this is so unlike any every other horror book that's out there because it's not just a horror book it's a pop culture book it's a celebrity book and yeah the people who love the the horror and the slash are going to love it and and the older folks who love the monster universal stuff is going to love it so that's it that was the impetus for putting it together and it, it came together so great that uh, it, it was pretty much a year with the publisher and then another month and we just put it out and loving it. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. COVID was such a horrible time, but it created so many amazing opportunities. You know what I mean? It, it's true. You know, people said all the things you promote, how, how did you, you, or you going crazy promoting? I said, well, I was actually planting seeds. Uh, this July, we produced Connecticut's first ever paranormal convention. Mm -hmm. Never been a, a paranormal convention in Connecticut. So I co-produced Paracon. And I also did um, a bunch of drive-in movie theaters. And we showed Creature from the Black Lagoon. And we showed Ghostbusters. You know, all the, all the ones that you figure you'd show in a drive-in. Right. And they all sold out because people were going crazy. But a drive-in was safe to do. That's awesome. And what I did... I don't know if I regret it, but I did sell our haunted house thinking that we could never possibly open. And some great guys out of Kentucky who uh, own other haunted houses, um, Haunted Hotel Kentucky, Necropolis, bought Fright Haven, which was my place, and uh, opened with it and did amazing things, made it even better. So, yes, we're not going to say that COVID was one of the worst things in history, but there were some bright sides and there were so you, we were able yeah. to make lemonade out of lemon, so to speak. Absolutely. So who was your inspiration in making this book? Or was there any inspiration at all that may help you make this book? The inspiration was all the people who were finally getting to the point of saying, yeah, you're never going to write a book. <laughs> um, all along, it was always, when are you going to write your Beatles book? When are you going to write your memoirs? When are you going to write about all the acting roles you've done? When are you going to write about, you know, your DJ comedy situations where you, you screwed up this? Or screwed up? I said, I just, I don't see it in me. And I'll tell you why. Back in, um, 
in the 80s and 90s, I published a fanzine, a, a Beatles magazine, and that was 80 pages. And it came out, Scott, it came out every other month. So I thought I was yeah. doing a book. I was doing six books a year for 20 <laughs> years. I'm never publishing anything again. But it was pretty much having the lists as the uh, starting point and um, not having, you know, and wanting to do something during COVID. Those were really the two biggest reasons that I that I did it. And the fact that there wasn't such a thing on the market, you know, who, yeah. who, would, who would know what Boris Karloff's daughter's favorite 10 things that scare her are? Who right. would know that, you know, Pete Best, the original drummer of the Beatles, came up with a great top 10 list. You know, it's the people mm -hmm. who are in it who I felt, oh, come on, this can't just have been a few of them put online once and forgotten. We have to really memorialize it and then put it out. Right. So it's evergreen. It's in posterity. It's in a book that anyone can get now or, or whoever, whenever down right. the line. Right. So for out of, out of, so far you have this one, obviously, if you do a, say if you do a second book. Which, which is in the works. Which is in the works. Awesome. Yeah. Which uh, actors or actresses or musicians or any celebrity at all that you haven't gotten to do a list for this book or that you haven't even gotten to do sign on for the second book? Who are your dream ones that you would like to get to give uh, a list for the book? No one's asked me that. Um, so <laughs> the bride of the book of top 10 horror lists mm -hmm. is in the works. And I've gotten, you know, 20, 30 already. Um, I'd love to get obviously Paul McCartney is my ultimate and I don't think I ever would or Ringo um, some some horror people D Wallace Stone has promised yeah. me one it hasn't come through yet um, I think that you know the horror greats who are still with us Doug right. Bradley you know those are the ones who I who I know and I've been on panels with them and everything else you know there's so many that say yeah it's coming it's not that easy for someone to sit down and write a list you know uh, someone um the other day I was at uh, DeadCon, the Dead Convention in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I was surrounded by a lot of great guests. And so many of them uh, said, well, I want to do this, but how long? I want to do a good list. Yeah. I, I, can write, I can write my top 10 right now and hand it to you. Mm -hmm. The key to these is they, they all give reasons why. You know, mm -hmm. what in their life happened at the time. It's very personal. You know, some of these lists were just, you know, so well thought out. Um, you know, Paul yeah. McCartney's mother, stepmom, gave me a list. And, and one of them is uh, M with Peter Laurie. She writes, this Fritz Lang directed movie still holds a spell with the amazingly creepy Peter Laurie holding viewers spellbound. Speaking of spellbound, now I go to a Hitchcock classic. So she gave a lot of thought. Nice. to what she wrote, you know, Joe Lansdale, the famous, you know, horror writer, the, the genre author um, did a list also. And, you know, you know, these people didn't just whip it up overnight. They really gave it a lot of thought. That's and awesome. that's, you know, that adds to it. So I understand when they want to give me a list, but they want to work on it. Um, Ari yeah. Lehman, who's um, the original, the kid from the first Friday, the 13th, yep. you know, he's still out there doing conventions and he's got a rock band. He's a great guy. And he was originally to do a horror list. He said, I could probably rot and knock this off in a little while, but how's about I do a list on the horror rock bands, 10 best horror rock bands. And I said, definitely. I was like, that's going to take a while. I said, no problem. <laughs> so I'd rather wait and get a great list yeah. because it makes the book so much more interesting yeah. and uh, th then just get a, a quickie top 10 list, which I've taken from some people because they, I thought they were high enough in their you know, field yeah. and more important enough to just put the top 10 list. But that's mm -hmm. just a handful. The rest gave really well thought out reasons.
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if you, if I don't know if you've reached out to D Wallace, but uh, I have a connection with her and uh, I interviewed her on my show and I can send her an email if you want. Um, on your well, behalf, well, if you want me, I, I do, I do have a direct line and she was real close and okay. awesome. a project, I guess a project came up, which they didn't expect during, you know, during the pandemic time. Yeah. And uh, so she, so I got to remind her, but I'll, I'll you know, yeah, I'll that's get, how it was with me. I'll actually. get your contact too. And I'll, I'll hit him from every angle. Yeah, because I, I know that when I had her on my show, she originally, she didn't want to cancel, but uh, she had an unexpected project that she had to go, that she had to do. So she was literally doing the interview from hair and makeup. Whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> that was really cool, though. On the phone, with, I didn't do Zoom at the time. So it was like on the phone with Dee Wallace in hair and makeup on the set of this movie that is top secret that she can't even say the name of. So wait, let's turn the tables here. Who haven't you not gotten that you want to get as a guest? And who's your top guest of all time? Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. I will have to say, let me think about that. Uh, probably Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. I would have to say Kane Hodder or Robert England. Yeah, Robert, Robert. England's up there. Yep. He's up there with me yep. too. Those two would have to be would have to be the two that I would have that I would really want on my show because I had like D Wallace, I had Naomi Grossman from American Horror Story, um, I had on uh, Terry Kaiser from Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven and Weekend at Bernie's. So I had nice. some, I had some pretty big names, um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, Kane Hodder and Robert Englund would take the cake. Could you pick a best? Uh, uh, like you like? Oh man, I never thought I'd get so and so, and that's you know the top echelons. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, um, let me think, hold on. I think Naomi Grossman was the one that I was shocked that I got the most. Yeah. I think Naomi Grossman because at, um, I interviewed her, I believe it was, was it earlier this year? I want to say, I think it was around Valentine's day I interviewed her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was funny cause I didn't reach out to her. I didn't reach out to her agent at all at the time. Originally I had, um, I was in talks with the publicist that got me Patrika Darbo who played mm-hmm. in Hatchet and on days of our lives. Hmm. um and i interviewed her about both of those and then i was and then me and this publicist became actually became friends which is really weird because you don't expect that we and then like he reached out to me and is like hey i have this upcoming musician she's also in a couple harmonic christmas uh movies her name is lizzie small would you be able to interview her and i'm like yeah absolutely i have no problem doing that uh, and then i i looked at his imdb and i'm just looking to see who she was like and i didn't know what her like anything about her didn't know her name so i went to kind of look her right. up so i went to his clients list and i saw he represents naomi Ke- uh, naomi grossman and i ended up uh reaching out to uh, reaching out to him again i'm like hey uh, do you have a do you mind uh reaching out to naomi grossman and see if she would do an interview i didn't hear back from him about a day and the next day he wrote back to me he's like naomi said she'll do an interview with you at this time at this day are you free and i'm like absolutely so cool. To me, a lot of the lists were also um, time fortunate. Um, there was yeah. a film that came out, I think it was called Dead Air. Mm-hmm. And it was um, uh, had um, Bill Mosley, Chop Top. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so in order to promote the movie, they were doing whatever they could. And one of the things was he gave me a list. So sometimes yeah. timing and sometimes uh, you get you just, Corbin Bernson was the producer yeah. of that. And I think he was also in it or directed it. And I got his list too. Nice. So yes, one thing leads to another. And sometimes a publicist who yeah. represents one person can give you another yeah. person. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll just throw my name out there. If you need a good top, another top 10, you can ask me. I'm pretty big in the indie horror industry for filmmaking. Okay. Cool. So cool. I could give you a top 10 on the, on the indie film uh, killers. Oh, nice. Sweet. <laughs> if, if you need, I'm just throwing my name out there. 
<laughs> I might have to do a top uh, top ten list from every um, horror blog blogger and podcaster. There you go. Because it's so great. You guys are you guys probably yeah. will be better lists than some of the you know yep. Gloria Gloria Gaynor famous. I will survive. Yep. You know famous yep. disco finger. And I love the fact that I was able to write. I will survive. Sounds like the the title or the plot of every running out of the cabin in the woods movie and she only gave me her list without a reason why so i'd rather have you know your book in there but i think for commercial reasons when someone picks up and they see gloria gaynor oh that's cool you know shatner whoa these are big names when they see slasher scotty maybe and maybe not it might not (laughs) and that's that's the problem i mean and that's how you get people's names out there that's why like people like greg gilbert you know, he yeah. referred you to me and me and him, we became really good friends. And uh, we, we give give each other contact information for people to get on our show all the time because and mostly it's indie people that don't that aren't famous, that aren't out there. So we can give them a voice to be heard. Yeah, yeah. no. And Greg's a great guy. He's a, he's a he new is. friend of mine. My agent somehow uh, reached you, I think, through him and also yeah. reached him uh, just by a, a shout out for some reason. And like, you know, the same way a PR person helps you on that way. My yep. PR guy, one thing does lead to another. Yeah. And uh, that, that's how you get some of the best lists. And then others are yeah. just, you know, doing doing the research, the hard research and yeah. and, um, and Googling and searching and trying to find best yeah. contacts. And some, you know, get bounced back. Some don't get responses, but then sometimes you get lucky and hit the, yep. hit the right one. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So um out of everyone, this is going to put you in the hot seat here, uh, out of everyone in the book, for this book that gave Uh-oh. you a top 10 list, which person do you personally agree with the most on their list? Oh, gosh. Which one relates to you the most? So I'd ha- I, no one's asked me this. Oh, my God. I don't, know <laughs> I, I don't know if I can answer because I'd have to then go through each one and see who's, yeah. whose was the most. I'll tell you which ones stick out. How's okay. that? Because, that works. Uh, Vince, Vince Martell, the lead guitarist from Vanilla Fudge, uh, mm-hmm. did one which had a few of my favorites on it, but it was the, his favorite horror comedies. When oh, Abbott and Costello and Young Frankenstein obviously mm-hmm. are on there, and then I won't give away the rest. Um, but so that was one of the ones that resonated with me. Nice. Another one um, who I thought gave an amazing list is this pop culture icon of mine is Eddie Deason. And you may or may not know the name until I tell you he was Eugene, Eugene in Greece. Okay. He- from 1941, the voice in uh, Polar Express, the voice in SpongeBob. Uh, he, yeah. he, he was one of the stars of the movie, I Want to Hold Your Hand. And Eddie Deason's a good friend of mine. And he gave such a great list that initially the list that I gave to other when people said, well, can you send me a sample of other people's lists? Mm-hmm. Before they gave a list, I would send Eddie, Eddie Deason's or I would send Karen Black, the great actress who's we've lost since, and uh, Elliot Easton from The Cars, who's mm-hmm. you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And yeah. then I wasn't getting responses, and I thought, wait, are these lists not good enough? And you know what, Scotty, they were good enough. They were mm-hmm. too good. They were intimidating some people who thought, whoa, these guys did such an amazing job. I don't think I can do that good of a list. So (laughs) I stopped sending out those lists and I started sending lists which only had a few words. But if I had to like see whose list matched mine the most, Mm 
I'd have to go through them mm-hmm. and see one by one. I'm mean, talking about a hundred amazing lists. Yeah. You know? And I, what I thought you were going to say is like, which ones was I most proud of, but which ones can I, can I, you know, connect <laughs> the most with? I'd have to go, I'd have to do that. And, uh, and I'm probably going to have to now because of you in case, anyone else, <laughs> in case anyone else asked that freaking question. <laughs> I owe you it. I always well, that'll you be your homework, and, and I'll have you on again uh, in the future, and we'll end right. up, and that could be another, you can answer the question then. Well, so it's funny, because people have said, did I put my top 10 list in there? Mm-hmm. And I did, but I was really sneaky about it. I didn't put my top 10 favorite monsters or horror movies or favorite books or whatever theme I could. I put in my favorite top 10 roles of movies I've been in. Nice. So that was a little self-serving. I did it, you know, in case someone yeah. picked up the book who didn't know me and said, well, who, how dare this guy write a book? Who the hell is he? Well, they can see, oh, oh, wow. He played with Tom Savini in The Sadist. Or, oh, my God, he played Elton John uh, on HBO's Flight of the Concords. Nice. You know, so it gave myself my own credibility. But in the sequel, I will put my own top 10 list. Awesome. And, awesome. And, and, and some of them are definitely in what we call the definitive list. So in the back of the book, I'm going to show you real quick. And that's it. Because uh, we don't <laughs> want everyone to know what the top 10 lists were. But you can kind of guess which ones made the top 10. And then there's a few nice. surprises. But the, the number like, like number one got 34 votes, which means a third of the people in the book voted for that particular one. And then it goes down 32, 30, how many votes each one got. So that's the cool part of the book. Another cool part of the book is the index, because let's say, what's your favorite horror movie, Scotty? What if you Halloween. Halloween. So let's look up Halloween, which may or may not have made the top 10. We're not telling you, but people like um, horror author, Jack Ketchum, pick that one. Um, Gary Puckett, the singer, Gary Puckett in Union Gap, he picked that one. William Shatner obviously picked obviously. that one. <laughs> and, and I'm just so proud to have William Shatner in the book. That's oh, absolutely special. original Beatle drummer Pete Best picked that one. Uh, country artist Tim Atwood picked that one. Uh, filmmaker Steve Cooden, who created um, uh, Phantom, no, no, um, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on Broadway picked that one. So it's about, about eight, nine, 10, 12, about a dozen people picked that. And one person even picked. Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween. Only one person, and that was Sybil Danning, because I think she was in it. She was in it. <laughs> right? So that's yeah, why she, she was in it. Halloween 2 was picked by um, indie horror filmmaker Dante Tomaselli, interestingly enough. And Halloween 3 got no love at all. <laughs> Wasn't picked by anyone. Season of the Witch. <laughs> maybe in the sequel it'll get picked. Maybe, maybe. So um, what was the hardest part about getting this book completed? And what was the easiest part of getting it completed? The easiest part was um, once I was on a roll and getting lists, it was easy to get lists. But the, the, the tough part was disseminating who deserved to be in the book at some point. You know, I had more lists than the hundred and I didn't want to do oh, 101 or, you know, 125. You, know, you could go on, you can go on forever, obviously. Yeah. And I held back good ones for the next one. Like some, there's some unknowns in here to the world that are known like to their own following, some publishers, I'm sorry, some authors, but their list was so damn good. You know what I mean? That I had to put it in. Now the hard part for me, uh, 
putting the book together was really picking who, who would make the final cut and who wouldn't. Um, hard part was when I was done with the book, getting back the proofs and seeing, well, no, it could be better this way and that way. You know, it's like if you record, um, I guess if you record an album, you know, sometimes you love it and sometimes you wish you could have gone back and re-recorded, yeah. you know, the bass licks for such and such as a, as someone who curates a haunted house. Um, I would always tell people, uh, you're, you know, well, you're opening September 3rd, but you're not done. You're never done. Even yeah. Halloween, your last night, you think of ways to improve it. There's always ways to make it better. So that's yeah. the hard part of being, you know, a creative person, whether you're doing a painting, whether you're doing a book, whether you're putting out a CD, is you always say, oh, man, I could have done such and such yeah. to make it better. But you learn and, you, and you're going to make it better with future books and future recordings or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's an interesting question. You're asking some very good questions, Slasher Scotty, I must tell Thank you. you. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> Just doing my job. <laughs> so which film or films do you believe were used numerous times by the celebrities that gave the top 10? I know you mentioned Halloween, but which ones do you believe were used the most? Well, that's saying what the top 10 list is, actually, because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, you tell you name me three and I'll tell you if they're on the list or not. Go ahead. All right. Oh, I'm, I'll not do Halloween this time. Friday the 13th is not on the list. Interesting. Uh, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. There's a lot of people, 60s, 70s, and 80 year olds, who are gonna go with, yeah, uh, Frankenstein over, yeah. you know, over Freddy yeah. Krueger. You understand that, right? So, about, so, so let me tell you that no, Jason, no, Michael, no, nice. Freddy, no, Chucky in the top ten. That's interesting. But I think in my next book they're gonna be. Because yeah. I'm ske skewing a lot younger and doing a lot more, you know, uh, younger horror actors who are giving me their list. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, awesome. so when you think of the bigger picture beyond the slasher Scotty favorites, you're thinking of right. stuff like The Exorcist and The Omen yep. and The Shining, Psycho, those type of movies made the, made the top 10. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So did you happen to get uh, Bela Lugosi's uh, junior on? So Bell Lugosi Jr., who's a, yep. a very esteemed uh, attorney, is a is a good friend. As is his his as Bella Lugosi's Jr.'s daughter, nice. who's who's Bella's granddaughter, uh, Lynn Lugosi, are dear friends of mine. And I didn't ask them. I didn't want their list. You know what I wanted? I wanted them to do the forward for the book. Oh, nice. And they were close. And they said me and they will and they didn't when when the book was finally time to come. And I asked them again, uh, if I do a sequel, would they kindly? I said, hey, come on, granddad and dad, he's on the cover. Yes. Uh, and, and when you go to the top 10 of all the top 10s, guess what? He's mentioned he's mentioned so many times by so many people, you know, uh, 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 if I can find you, I, I bet you Dracula, the original Dracula, believe it or not, is in the, the top 10 of the top 10s. Oh, it would have to be. That's one of my one, top two, three, 10 movies, one, too. Two, three, four. It's number five. It nice. got 20, 20 votes, 21 votes. So one fifth of the people who contributed mentioned that. I said, you got it. And they said, well, let's see what the sequel. But no, I didn't get their list. I didn't get Ron Chaney's list. I didn't get Vincent Price's daughter's Victoria's list. But I did get 
Sarah Karloff's list. Nice. Boris, Boris Karloff's daughter um, gave me a great list and she doesn't like horror movies. If you've ever spoken to her, she will not watch a monster movie and even her dad's movies she wasn't being on. So I said, how can we do this? She goes, well, leave it to me. I'm going to come up with something special. Nice. And what she gave me, what she gave me, you're going to love this. She gave me a list of 10 things that scared her. Nice. And number 10 was having to do a list for this book. <laughs> <laughs> so credit love and love and admiration to Sarah Karloff. She gets it. And she's going to be a chiller this weekend. So I'm going to, I'm going to present her with a book. I'm really excited that she's in there. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the last question I got for you, obviously you meant, Oh, actually two more questions. I forgot. Um, yeah. Where can this book be bought for those looking for it and for how much? The easiest way, well, it's $25 for the soft cover, $35 for the hard cover. Yeah. The easiest way is um, good old Amazon, yeah. which is obviously the quickest way. Um, but if they want a signed copy from me, and I'm getting a lot of pleasure, a lot of joy out of not just writing, you know, to Scotty, but mm -hmm. also adding, you know, a few lines of making it a personal connection, mm -hmm. then signing it, autographing it, doing a little doodle, making yeah. it a collectible. And right. you can do that through the website because on the website, it gives my email and my phone number. And okay. that's the best way. And it's, of course, www.bookoftop10, the number 10, mm -hmm. bookoftop10horrorlists.com. I don't awesome. know if we can get real close and if it's forward or backwards, but there is the, uh, is, it, is it somehow visible to you? If it's it's <laughs> definitely visible. You got it right there. So definitely yeah, check that out. That's, and there's a face. The Facebook page is Book of okay. There's an Instagram. It's nice. easy to find. Yeah. Nice. And do you have any other projects outside of the sequel that you're working on? Book projects, any convention appearance, anything that's going on that you want to plug to the yes. listening viewing audience? Awesome. Yes. Well, of course, um, the the sequel will come out eventually, and that'll be the Bride of the Book of Tom Top Ten Horror Lists. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my music people. I am doing the Book of Top Ten Beatle Lists where celebrities are giving me their favorite, you know, Beatles songs, Beatle movies, nice. Beatle themes. I'm working on three other musical projects and one paranormal Connecticut book where I'm gathering um, from clairvoyant psychics, par paranormal investigators. I'm getting their lists, not lists, I'm sorry, their chapters, their stories, their most scary moments. And I'm nice. putting that together in a book, which will be, you know, of great interest to everybody, but especially people in New England, because they might have mm -hmm. gone or heard of these particular haunted places nice. that we're covering. And for convention appearances, Chiller Theater, which is Halloween weekend in Parsippany, New York, uh, Parsippany, New Jersey at the Parsippany Hilton and Chiller Theater, you know, Expo has been going on forever. It's one of the biggies. Mm -hmm. And in January, I'm going to be at um, Horrorville, which is in Florida at the Space Coast uh, Convention Center. It's a first event for uh, David Pratt Bradley and his company Roadhouse Entertainment. And it looks like it's going to be amazing. They have a great guest list and it's a combined horror and paranormal convention but his guests are great the location's great and the promoter's great and when the promoter is as big a fan as we are yeah. you know they really put their heart into it yeah. you know it's going to be it's forget that it's going to be well attended it's going to be fun and to yeah. mingle with the stars that are going to be there you know for me as someone who's been attending horror conventions for decades and <laughs> going and getting autographs and be, you know being that fan like we are now to be on the other side of the table and to sign a book for someone. It's yeah. such a cool feeling. It's really it great. You know, it's a dream come true. 
It's awesome. And it's a dream come true being on, you know, shows like this and being able to, you know, talk about the book and and show a bit of my own personality uh, because I think my personality is a big part of all the books. It comes out in the books. There's a whole um, intro on how I got into horror, which we'll save for the next show. Um, But that's the intro of the book. And, you know, by learning a little bit about me, and a little bit about my um, silliness and um, idiosyncrasies. I think it, you enjoy the book even more. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I thank you so much, Charles, for joining me. Scott, Scotty, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. I'm so glad to make this happen. I'm so glad that we can, you know, get the book out. Then I'm so glad to learn a lot about it. I definitely will be picking up a copy. You will love it. Book of yeah. top ten horror lists available on Amazon and from the website www book of top10horrorlist.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you too. Bye-bye.